you've found what looks like the perfect real estate investment for your self-directed IRA, but you've only got enough cash for the down payment not to buy the whole deal. Are you stuck? Or maybe, just maybe, can you borrow money inside of your self-directed IRA and still make it all come together? I'm Brian Ellis. We'll unravel this little mystery right now. It's time. He's here. Now, broadcasting from SDI Central Command, in the depths of his hidden compound, located far from the rot of Wall Street and Washington, we've again established contact with our leader, Brian Ellis. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Self-Directed Investor Talk, brought to you by SelfDirected.org. This has been another fun episode, my friends, and we are just about out of time, but we do have one more very, very good question that I would like to address with you right now. It has to do with borrowing money in your self-directed IRA. In fact, Rajesh, a project development manager in Seattle, sent a really good question. He said, Brian, I am interested in acquiring some turnkey rental properties that you've been discussing in my IRA but I need to know if it's possible to get financing uh, for those properties. Uh, Rajesh, that's a really good question. And uh, let's be clear, you are talking about borrowing money to make an acquisition in your IRA. So it's important that you understand that any such loan would have to be made in the name of your IRA. So the question is, can you borrow money through your IRA to buy real estate? Well, yes, you can uh, borrow money in your IRA to buy real estate or practically anything else you want to buy in your IRA, but there are some very, very important details to consider if that's what you'd like to do. First, it can't be just any loan. There are some very specific requirements in order to avoid committing a dreaded prohibited transaction. So what kind of loan works well for this type of purpose? Well, what you need, Rajesh, is a loan in which the lender can do nothing more than perform a foreclosure against the property in the event that uh, there's a default. In other words, if your IRA doesn't make the payments, the lender needs to be limited to doing nothing more than foreclosing and taking back that property. Uh, They can't sue you. They can't sue the IRA. They can't do anything else. It has to be what's called a non-recourse loan. Now, these kinds of loans, Rajesh, non-recourse loans, they... They are a little bit higher risk for lenders, and as such, they usually come at a little higher interest rate and require a bit larger down payment than normal loans. 20 to 40% down is pretty common, and uh, many lenders will want you to have some reserves in your IRA to cover the payments. Now, I do have a warning for you, and then we'll get on to the other factors that you have to consider if if you'd like to do this. That warning is before you take out any loan in an IRA, even if it's specifically marketed as a non-recourse loan, get the loan documents reviewed by a quality and qualified IRA attorney to confirm that that loan is in compliance with the non-recourse requirement. Because these days, many of those loans, they contain provisions that are called carve-outs. Those are just basically fine print that the bottom line is uh, they invalidate the non-recourse part of the, the IRA. And that causes a big problem for you. But the lenders won't likely tell you this because they, you know, it's not really in their interest. All right. Second, the, the next thing you have to consider is that the IRA itself, if you get a loan in your IRA, the IRA itself must make all of the payments for the loan. You can't make those payments directly. 
Additionally, all of the proceeds of the loan are usable only by the IRA. You can't use that money personally at all. Remember, it's a loan for your IRA, not for you. Third, if the lender that you're working with requires a cosigner, the cosigner must not be a disqualified person. In other words, practically, uh, the cosigner cannot be you, uh, can't be anybody related to you, or it can't be any entities that you control or have influence over. Uh, we, we have a really good article about disqualified uh, persons over at selfdirected.org. Just go over there and, and uh, search for disqualified person and you will find it uh, over at selfdirected.org. Uh, fourth, if your IRA borrows from somebody you know, don't play any games. Make sure that the IRA pays a reasonable rate for the capital, not too much and not too little, because if your IRA should borrow money from somebody you know under terms that are not based on reasonable market rates, the transaction could face IRS scrutiny. Uh, fifth, with an IRA, your IRA will likely be liable to file an annual income tax return and for payment of annual income taxes each year based on the transaction's debt ratio. So uh, what that means, a really oversimplified ex uh, explanation is this. If, if you borrowed, say, 80% of the money to do the investment, then if your IRA makes any money that year, then your IRA will have to pay taxes on 80% of the profits. So uh, just round numbers, if you made 100 grand in profit, you'd have to pay taxes on 80 grand. Now, what's worse is that your tax rate will be payable at trust tax rates, which are higher than regular income tax rates, since your IRA is legally just a specialized type of trust. It's kind of a raw deal, really, but still, it's better than not being able to do the deal at all. And uh, sixth, and, and last, uh, if you get a loan in your IRA, find out if you qualify uh, for a solo 401k and do the deal there instead. A solo 401k is just a different type of retirement account. It does everything the self-directed IRA does, uh, but it's better. And this is one of the places that it's better because that tax that I just told you you'd have to pay uh, if you borrow money through an IRA, well, same deal, same in every way, including the loan. If you do that deal in a 401k instead of a, an IRA, that tax liability just goes away. So it's a big, big difference. So Rajesh, yes, there are those six issues to consider if you are interested in Getting financing for a deal through your IRA, it is entirely possible. It's done uh, on a regular basis. So, yes, you can do it. I would just strongly encourage you to go with a solo 401k if you qualify uh, for that type of account. And you can get more information about that at selfdirected.org slash solo 401k. As can the rest of you in Self-Directed Investor Nation. Ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to a, the end of another exciting episode of Self-Directed Investor Talk. Stop by selfdirected.org slash 255 to get uh, the recordings, the transcripts, the links, the resources associated with today's episode, selfdirected.org slash 255. Thanks for joining us again today, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow... We've got some great information coming to you, so don't miss it. See you then. That's all for now, but your training is far from over. Go right now to SDITalk.com to fill in your knowledge gaps with a self-directed investing battle plan totally free of Wall Street's corruption, Washington's propaganda, and absolutely no political correctness whatsoever. 
Send your questions and comments to feedback at sditalk.com. And don't even think about relying on what you've just heard as legal or professional advice because it's not that. And you know it. This show is the property of SDIP Trust. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved.